who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Right, so Boris, tell us what bloody happened. This story is really going on. Well, I mean, what you were you were in a in a laboratory, but y'all wrecked it? And then went into another sewer? Is this something that you've always been doing? Why why would you do that? Yes, very very so strange. I did always even back then have a, an interest in the new Terran sewer system, but this wasn't about that. This was about keeping my friends alive. So Marcus had been tasked with catching and killing them, but I had talked him into using my great negotiation skills. Right, sir. Working with us to help the twins escape from New Terra. Oh no. Yeah, Cleo, I kind of feel like it's going that way as well. That don't, don't sound want to, too good. I don't want to ruin the surprise, guys. No, you're There's just all of a sudden more. a master negotiator. Boris, you're busier than a one-armed wallpaper hanger messing these things up. Boris, you cave in easier than a, a house made out of toilet paper. How did I do, Cleo? That's excellent. That's, that's exactly, I mean, I understood exactly what you meant, which, I mean, I can't say the same for you, Boris. What, what even what, is I, this story what, about? I, I, I don't, I don't, what, yes, I guess I do cave easily. And welcome, everybody, wow. to another single step that is the beginning of a journey to on the path where stories what? and Star. adventures that oh. we call the Backwater Bastards oh. in Space! In Space! Origin Part 3. Oh my glob, wow. we made it to Part 3. This is it, we baby. It. It's a trilogy. Oh. A saga. We're finally going to get to the nitty gritty of what it is that makes Boris who he is. No spoilers, please. Oh, this isn't a spoiler. Well, now it's all going to get nitty gritty, apparently. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the nitty gritty, the nuts and bolts. You know, I'm talking about nuts the other. and bolts. More spoilers. Gross. I'm your dungeon master for the evening, and uh, with me, as always, we have the ins. <laughs> I 
terrible. Wow. <laughs> no, no, which, which, no, one no. Of, which one of you am I going to give that to? I just started saying a word and well, insufferable came out. Okay. The well. insufferable duo that is oh. both of nice. Daniel, a.k.a. Dr. Z, the psychic jellyfish, a.k.a. Peril. Yep. Yep. Well, that's me. Apparently insufferable. Okay. Well, Good to know where I know, stand today. Yep. If the shoe fits. <laughs> and Taylor, <laughs> aka Cleo, the explosive expert bear, aka Patoon. Yeah. Also, really grating. That's me. The other shoe fits you then. <laughs> it sure do because we're twins. And you know we're what twins. else? There's somebody else with us, and I know oh, he tried to get out of this by half introducing himself, but we're going to peel that Band-Aid right back off and dig into this wound. It's <laughs> the artless. It's the blundering. The graceless. <laughs> the bulky. The lumbering. The incompetent. <laughs> the bumbling. <laughs> and the old thumbs. <laughs> It's DM Dynamite. Oh, I'm all thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a recap there, Dickie. Tell us where we are. Give us the rundown. So, where'd we leave Boris? Borogen, episode one. Boris had discovered a new invention. He'd created a device that was the early workings of a teleportation engine something mm. that can take something from one place and make it instantaneously disappear and reappear somewhere else it doesn't work entirely as intended it's not safe to use it's very dangerous in fact excellent but Good. yeah nice boris's Good father one, boris. doesn't really mind that it's dangerous because there's all sorts of lethal applications for this kind of technology that he couldn't use even in its current form Great. Namely, uh, teleporting explosive devices directly into otherwise shielded locations, teleporting sections of armor from where they are to new locations, teleporting sections of living beings away from the rest of their oh, body. Oh, no, I don't like that. And Boris, being the kind, gentle soul he is, had never thought of these applications until it was brought up with him. Once he realized what he'd done, he needed to sabotage his own invention so his father could never get his hands on it. And so he turned to the two coolest, toughest, yeah. most yeah. competent people yep. he knew. <laughs> yep. The twins, Peril and Pachoon. Yeah, that's like us. Pay them all of his savings in order to get them to just go in, smash up his servers, his records, and his inventions so that BJ would never get his hands on them. And they, rel- they, they succeeded, more or less. They <laughs> smashed the servers. <laughs> more or less. They, they, we did they pretty good definitely, definitely damaged the machine to a point where it requires Boris's attention to repair. Despite ourselves. And mm-hmm. in the process, teleported a brick into the chest of oh, BJ. Yeah. Oh my God, that was gross. That was not not nice. And then we get to episode two where Boris had to get them out of there. So long story short, the twins were extracted without being seen by BJ. BJ brought in his chief spy, Marcus, Ooh. to identify who has been sabotaging their laboratory. Marcus caught up with Boris and the twins when they went back to the twins' studio flat to try and get some fake IDs and escape the planet. And Marcus and Boris, after escaping narrowly through the sewers, had a a little bit of a conversation, came to an agreement that Marcus would help the three of them to get the twins off-world in exchange for Boris's help in implicating one of BJ's chief competitors, BioLife, in the corporate espionage. Great. Well, good, but um, I mean, we're 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 safe, right? We're uh, we're we're still alive. We're we're going to be all right. That was a close call. 
Everything yeah. was looking really grim for a bit, but it's it's fine. It's fine. Dick's just rolling up his turtleneck. Nice. Good. It's not fine, is it? Yeah, it's not fine. No. So, like, in no, what way is it not fine? <laughs> if you're... How high is that turtleneck? We get a shot yeah, of your neck, like... please. Well, you think I need to, like, no. like, is it like a scale thing? Like, Depends how high it's up the neck is how bad the, the it more, is. The more turtle, It's the so less high neck. up that he doesn't have a neck anymore. Yeah, so. okay. It's the turtle head. That is more frightening, isn't it? But uh, yeah. it's less, less comfortable, so... No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start at half mast. We'll see how we go. Well, okay. I don't like how you worded that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to start at half mast. Hey, we'll, just, we'll just begin this process. If of, this uh, is enough, then like we can yeah. try this. And if it's not, we'll figure something out. I've got a popsicle <laughs> stick in back that I can tape to it. I'm not interested in you know, doing if more. I need a, if I need an aid... <laughs> So guys, Marcus has said that we can meet him at this speed of parking section outside of where the cruise ships leave from. But here's the thing, guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, think we can trust him. Wait. <laughs> so we probably um. don't need to worry about any sort of, like, explosive liquids or, you know, just dangerous things to protect ourselves is all I'm saying. Wait, we're just supposed to go along with you to another location with the guy that was just trying to kill us and now you think it's okay. Boris, can we just do things safely for a little bit? I just... We're kind of toying with our lives here a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, and what do you mean, like, I think we can trust him because... Yeah. Uh, so you think that if there's some chance that we can't trust him, that we should, should prepare for that. No, I'm just, I'm not even saying it. Like, I'm saying, like, this is your bit. Like, you know. Like, you should know. Well, I think we can trust them, like, maybe 85%. Just, like, stop. Just, like, stop. Yeah, let's 80, just... 80, 80 at the lowest. Yeah, it's I'm getting done. lower. Yeah, yeah. I'm let's done. just stop. Let's stop. I'm done. You're, like, you, what you're doing, what you've done, like, you've, you're taking it and, like, overcomplicating it and making it really weird. That's, I feel like there's only... At most, a 25% chance that he would betray us. Feral, just... So that's now like 75% now? I just... I can't... I can't do this. <laughs> this like... This like 20%. It's 25%. What do we need to do? Now. Why are we here? Why are we here? We're in a sewer. What Can are we, we just even get out doing? of the dang sewer, Boris? This is gross. And my shoes, like... I I've need never, your shoes. I've never been this close to poop before. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but actually. Is, Don't is, question it, Boris. Okay, well, I I can get us out of the sewers. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, Boris, but, like, just do that bit then. Baby yeah. steps, okay, Boris? Do that. But I just think that maybe we should stay down here until we get close to where we're meeting Marcus. <laughs> and Boris, I just think that if you don't get us out of the sewer, like, immediately, I'm going to give you a noogie, and I'm give you an arm burn, and I'm going to pull your pants up all the way over your head, and it's going to touch your nose. Yeah, he's going to give you a twisty. I'm going to give you a twisty. And it's going to burn your stupid skin off. Because... I'm going to use chemicals. Yeah, he will. Just wait a second, guys. We're all, we're all stuck in this together. Let's, let's, let's keep calm about it. Oh, my God. That makes uh. it so much better that, like, not only am I standing in a metric ton of shit, but so are you. And we're together yeah. in the shit. And now some I looked Boris, it was your dad trying to kill us with a needle. Not you. With a needle. And and you know what? What are we going to wear on the cruise? We have one outfit and we it's the one well, we're wearing. Maybe Marcus will be able to help us with that as well. He's a master of disguise. So he must Boris, have get us out of outfit. the dang sewer. Okay, follow me. 
And so, <laughs> Boris and the twins <laughs> ickily sort of stroll their way through the sewers for a few minutes more before Boris finds what he's looking for on the map. Ooh. I've found the corner here and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to surprise me. And We're still in a sewer. And like, what am I going to find down here? Yeah. And as you round the corner, you see a very old, very dirty looking ladder. Heading oh, up. no. Oh. Great. <laughs> you see, this part of the sewer was installed over 3,000 years ago. This ladder here has survived all of the, the wars, the bombings. This... It's an archaeological miracle. Right, but Few t- people get the Tony, what's happening? These, Peril. This ladder. Yeah. Peril. Is he talking to us or? Boris. And fewer still Boris, people uh, get, to, get to place their hands upon the, the ancient metal. Is he in love climb, with like a ladder? Use, the, use this ladder for the, the, the glorious purpose for which it was created. Um... Wait. Is this the way out? Well, this, is, this is the way out as well, yeah. Okay, bye. But look at the ladder. Bye. <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted to spend a little... I just, uh, just because, of, because of appreciated the moment. Okay, I'm coming. I'm this coming. ladder sucks. Coming. So it's rusty. So Boris follows the twins up and out of the sewers, climbing the ancient ladder, opening up the hatch, scrambling out, onto the street above, their eyes squinting at the daylight. And they find themselves in a filthy alleyway around the back of some buildings. Okay. I can't believe that we're out in the world and we are like, we're covered in shit. And I never thought that alleyway air would smell better, but it smells so good. it does. It smells so good. And I just... Somebody's going to see us. Good news, guys. I've got (laughs) a message for Marcus. Great. Does he have an entire finished wardrobe? He's got got the IDs. And he said that he packs you guys a case. Okay. Why? Okay, it's getting better. But Tony, we we got a case. A case of your things. So... (laughs) It's probably clothes in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think you could ask him to get smoothies? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Boris, it's a cheap. Good. But to me, that's very, a great idea. Smoothies would really help. Very right please. Yeah. Could you please pick up three smoothies yeah. as well? What's the third Boris, one? Boris, are you Four? having a smoothie with us? Well, I thought I have a smoothie with you. Okay. Right, okay, well, I just thought, like, your thing was juice, which was weird, but, like... Okay. Well, you, you gave me so much trouble for the deuce that I thought I'd, I'd better switch it, switch it up. <laughs> so now you're like a plagiarist? Well, maybe Marcus will want it. So, like, now you're too good for smoothies? I'm just I'm so confused, Marcus. Do you think you're we better can, than we us? We can share it. Me and Marcus could probably share one. <laughs> so gross. Uh, okay, well, he's, gross. he's not bringing smoothies, he says. What? I, I mean, he just sent, like, a laughing face. That's fucking rude. Yeah, that's real rude. <laughs> it's just a laughing face and says that he will see us very soon. So I guess we need to get there quickly. Alright, but Boris, if we see smoothies on the way, you're getting them. Yeah. And we need disguises. Smoothies, disguises, tickets! We need to buy tickets for the cruise! Yeah, but I don't want like a disguise to be like too weird. 
just some yeah. glasses, and I've never worn a mustache, so I think that could work really good for me. Petunie? Yeah. Would you? I just really hope that my <laughs> that I don't have to wear any like earth tones. <laughs> It's like really all I'm thinking about right now. We'll, we'll get you pastels. Okay, well, we just need to get under this fence. If you come around here, we, we can Ugh. crawl under yeah. the fence, I think. <laughs> uh, let me just, uh, just lift it up. I'll get my head through. Uh, oh, um, can you give me a little bit of a push? What do you mean? I'm just, I'm a little, I'm kind of stuck in the fence. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to walk up and uh, kick. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, it's a two. Yeah. Pyro boots Boris in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. Okay. You want to get on. You want to get out of that Maybe fence? It's just my just my jacket is caught. So if I'm uh, it's just, You hey, want out of that just, fence? That, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a chemical. Oh yeah. I can hear what you guys are feeling inside, and I really don't need to do this, but what I am going to do is break out my kit, and I'm going to make some, like, acid or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, we're talking acid, like, pH yeah. levels. I know that at the other end of that is milk, no. and I don't have any of that. I'm yeah. all out of milk, so... <laughs> Wow. So many weird moments. <laughs> all I've got left I came is in, acid. I came here to burn fences and drink milk, and I'm, and all, I'm out all out of milk. Out of milk. <laughs> give me, give me a wee chemistry roll. Uh, I will. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. It's acid. <laughs> hey kids, it's time to do a chemistry. I'm really good at it. That means plus five. So D twenty. Oh yeah. 19, because it's a 14, plus 5 on that. Whoa. Very, very that's, nice. That's some good mathematics. Thank you. I tried really hard, and I counted on my fingers under the table, and you couldn't see. <laughs> so as Boris is Double. sort of scrambling about and caught in the fence, Pachoon uh, confidently mixes up some metal burning acid. Yeah, in like mm. a Gatorade bottle. And drizzles it around the fence, yep. creating a sulfurous smell and like a fizzing and a hissing it's, and a, a, light, a light smoke. Oh no. Kind of cool. Boris looking. yelps and scrambles through the fence. A hole large enough for a reasonable sized human duck through, wow. melting into the fence. As Boris frantically pats himself down, trying to make sure there isn't any left on him. There's a big hole in his jacket. I would like to make a request. Absolutely. Could, since it was like almost a nat 20, almost. Almost. And by almost, I mean not really, but it. <laughs> it's like... nowhere near a nat 20. <laughs> It was almost, uh, okay, almost fine. a 20 of some description. What I want is for a droplet of the acid to have splashed on Boris and made a heart wound that will heal and he will always have a heart scar on his body as a reminder of me. Oh, oh. hang on. Okay. I want that. <laughs> Wait, Boris, what are you doing? Get your pants up. Whoa! Hey! Oh, no, Boris. Hey! What kind of story is this? Yeah, it's got very that little. is how I got this heart-shaped scar. What? What? Let's see, everybody look. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done looking now. It's just that you didn't really, like, you didn't warn us. And but you see, that it looks like a heart. Boris, I burnt a hole into you. Yeah, you've been scarred. Yes, but but it looks like a heart. Because, don't you agree, Trevor, that Boris, I've seen enough. Put your pants back on, Boris. It, sure, it looks a little bit like a heart. Wow. But I just, that's real toxic. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's like a memento of the time we spent together. It's a beautiful Morris, thing, that's guys. that's a wound. <laughs> but, I mean, don't all wounds heal? Nope, not that one. <laughs> that, that one's a color and everything. That should have gone away. What did they use to do that? As a doctor, that looks like it's still healing. Boris, does that leak? Uh, no, not very often. Well, right. Often. So anyway, we made it <laughs> to the speeder park where we were going to meet Marcus. And Marcus was already waiting there for us. So as the three of you come around creeping up, wearing some suspect disguises, fake mustaches being the most egregious part of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've never worn a mustache. But thankfully, drinking smoothies. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the kid's <gasps> toy is the mustache. <laughs> I love that. Boris stops abruptly. Like, All right, so just wait a second, because I think that sip over there probably belongs to Marcus. Like, we'll stay here and look after our smoothies and you go and check where we're going. Okay, so stay safe. I'll go and I'm just going to doubly make sure that he's not going to kill you guys. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like, uh, like the next time that you do this, you could really work on um, like how you describe it to people, like how you frame the situation <sighs> because like yeah your wow your briefs suck boris wow like yeah. uh, just like from a pr kind of like <laughs> vibe i just feel like you need to really lock it up lock it up <laughs> need to lock, lock, it up. It up. lock it up lock it up lock it up wow petunie i know that we're going through like a horrible moment right now but that was like <sighs> i know it's because like i I like took that master class online and everything. All right. Well, I'm gonna go check things out. I will, if anything goes wrong, lock it up. I will lock it up. I will make the sound of a new Terran Huskrat. Okay, we don't go to wherever that is, so we no. don't know what that is. Well, but thank you. you yeah, you know, use some context to decide what to do. Maybe run away or maybe come help me. But just that lock that will mean danger. Lock of, it up. Of some, Lock Some it kind. up. Okay, bye, Boris. Get bye. on with it. Bye. We want to get on the cruise now. Bye. All right, be careful. Yeah. As Boris rounds the corner and walks straight into the, the speeder park. There are not many speeders parked in it. There's a big, dirty one in the middle of kind of, uh, middle of not really anywhere. This is just a private spaceport where these Dias cruise ships leave from Mm. off in the distance and as you see Boris wander off getting further and further away into the car park approaching a rather large white ship the stairs open up on the ship and you see a figure stepping down and it is Marcus as Boris walks up to meet him you see Marcus descend down the ramp Wearing a different outfit now. He seems to be wearing civilian clothing. He doesn't look like he's wearing anything that would identify him to have anything to do with the Hasselfilliams Corporation or anything like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Wearing a long coat, looking a little bit less aristocratic and a bit more private mercenary. But you see him come down. He's in the distance and he's saying something. And Boris gives a wave, says something. They're having a conversation. 
Marcus comes all the way down the ramp and he and Boris have an, an awkward handshake which Boris sort of tries to come in for a, a pat on the back and then decides against it. And Marcus is gesturing around. You can see it looks like he's looking about, maybe trying to work out where the twins are hiding. And Boris does a negligent wave off in, a, in no direction in particular. You can see Marcus looking about, looking from left to right. And it all seems everything's going fine. And then two more people come out of the ship. What? No. Toonie. No. Toonie. <laughs> um... What? These people are wearing all white. You know what? It's probably, like, just the people that he brought to carry all of our stuff. We don't have any stuff, Petunia. Yeah, but he, he, has got, all our stuff. he got us stuff, and they have so to carry it. So why would they be coming out of the spaceship if they're already carrying our stuff? They're going to carry it. It's in the spaceship, Petunia. It's going to come out of there. We're going on there. No, we're going on a better one, right? I, I just, like, none Do of this Do you see a better clear? ship? No. Do you see a better ship? Okay, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't really agree with you, but I like. I don't really yeah, like any of this. I, just feels like really feels like it could be a lot more fun. Okay, I'm gonna go to my smoothie again now, and I'm going to finish it. Please don't look. This is gonna be horrific. <laughs> I, we never finish these. I'm finishing this one. No. <laughs> and as it's just like everything we stand for. <laughs> I pour a chemical into mine. That has got me so much more tickled than it's none of your as business as, uh, what it is. Yeah. As the two figures in white descend the stairs, Boris is looking at them a little confused, even taking a step backwards. You see Marcus is saying something and seems to have a bit more of a dramatic flair. And Boris turns towards you. You can see like a look of like fear on his face for one second before the two people in white rush down the stairs and catch him, one grabbing each arm. What? Boris is fighting now, and Marcus pulls out a blaster. Hold and on. As the two figures in white pull Boris up the ramp into the ship, Marcus, blaster held up into the air, starts pacing towards the exit of the speeder park towards where the two of you are waiting and hiding. Um, uh, Petunie? Uh, Did you hear him squeal like a uh, little uh, space rat or something? Like, that was meant to be the sign, right? It was meant to be the sign if there was danger that the, the, the Boris would squeal like a space rat. Okay. He's gonna come get us, isn't he? Yeah. But can he see us? He clearly knows where we are. Like, like he, he can't knows see you. Like, you can see, like, his eyes haven't, yeah. like, focused but and he worked hasn't out where you are. He hasn't seen us. He hasn't yet. seen us, but, like, That's, he knows yeah. where. Yeah. But there's That's really like, only, like, one direction he can He knows go. where you probably are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. And I doubt our disguises are going to be spy level legit. <laughs> no, you know? they're not. They're not spy level. <laughs> Dan, they are mustaches yeah. and they are not real. I have never worn a mustache, Tay. As peril. I have in real life. <laughs> I just didn't expect this. Peril. Petuni, petuni, petate. Shut up. Just fucking, <laughs> okay. like, all of you, just talk. Like, what do we fucking do? What do we do? What do we do? Um, He's coming I over roll here. a chemistry. Like, just, just, like, act cool. I roll a chemistry, and I'm going to... You're going to do a chemistry? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a chemistry, and I'm going to throw <laughs> it on the ground. 
and try and make like a massive smoke screen thing. Just try and like put put a bunch of clouds on the ground, try and cover so, up this, uh, man, this that's, area. That's a good idea. I think that buys you plenty of time to do anything else. All 17? Right, I, oh, so plus, plus five. five. That's uh, 22. Oh. Petuni, hold my hand. And then start running and drop this uh, vial on the ground. So the twins grasp hands. Peril mixes up a smoke bomb, throws into the ground, smoke rising and filling the area. And while we're running away in the smoke, I'm going to throw my smoothie <laughs> from within the smoke in the general direction of Marcus. Now, you put a chemical in it before. Yes, I did. Was that for consumption or for danger? Um, Both. No, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> As I said that, I was like, stop it. You can't. You can't have both. You cannot you do can that. Leave your hat on. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't need your esophagus. Um, what was happening is um, a smoothie has ice in it, right? Ooh. Yeah. Well, there's thermite in the smoothie. Ooh. Uh, and according to MythBusters, which is pretty much you know always right, mm-hmm. and the better source of information that I usually quote, thermite. And ice do like a fucking boom with sparks. Ooh. So big sparkly boom. And it's real. It's a spectacular explosion. That's what the internet says. Fuck yeah. And I have now thrown the smoothie, which is like this phenomenally encased container of ice and thermite. And I'm just gonna go Wah! that's it. Wah! It's going. It's going. And I don't know, maybe like it hits him because let's that- let's play this out then. So Marcus <laughs> <laughs> pacing towards the two of you, holding his gun up dramatically, his long black coat flying behind him as he as he moves with purpose. I knew the two of you were there somewhere. Boris wasn't willing to give you up. I sincerely hope that the two of you are a little smarter than he is. Not really. And as he's stepping towards the smoke, he sees something coming flying out of it, and he attempts to shoot it out of the air with a quick blast of his pistol. I've rolled a 14. Wow. Marcus quickly lines the sight up and catches the smoothie in midair. Not expecting the explosion that ensues. A bright flashbang of sparkles in the air. A brilliant explosion. Marcus immediately having to flinch back, cover his eyes, his gun flailing madly as the twins are making their exit in the smoke. Are you fleeing this place, going for Marcus, going for Boris? W- w- which direction are we going? I think away. Yeah, we're not saving Boris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, sorry, dude, but uh, it's Boris you, wasn't willing to give you up, but you are smarter. <laughs> yeah. What kind of relationship do you think this is? <laughs> yeah. Petuni? Petuni, what are we doing? Petuni, where are we going? <laughs> Peril, we're just like running. Running where, Petun? Like the fuck out. The fuck out where? The fuck out of here. <sighs> okay? <laughs> okay. Come on. <laughs> just come on. I know you can't have gotten far. Fuck you. Yeah, we gotten so far. Eat it. I'm going to throw my smoothie now. You already threw your smoothie. Okay, well, uh, throw I my still smoothie. yell that. I still yell that. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> grab my smoothie out of my hand. The empty. You finished yours. Empty. You, you yeah, fucking yeah, animal. Got, it's still got an empty, the, the empty, empty, empty cup. It. Okay, I still don't delete any of this. People need to know. Okay. How, <laughs> okay. People need to know the truth, and that's that we 
just yell the F word in, and I'm going to grab your smoothie. (laughs) (laughs) That's how this is, okay? (laughs) So the empty smoothie. This time, Marcus sees another smoothie coming out of the smoke, and he dive rolls out of the way. (laughs) He does a dramatic dive roll behind behind a speeder, like just hiding there, and then the, this <laughs> and empty, empty cup just goes flop on the ground. And then I just go, <laughs> idiot! <laughs> and we keep running. Listen, it is not too late to save yourselves. I only want Boris. What do you think well, we're doing? Well, go you get him! Idiot? Go get him! I, I have something of yours. Leave us alone, you freak! You're so old and gross. You're a freak! You're a freak! Listen to reason, the two of you. You're not going anywhere without your IDs. Bye, pervert. You fucking spoon. Fucking spoon. <laughs> you want it up, diaper. Okay, Petunie. <laughs> Peril, come on. It's almost. We're almost there. We're gonna get on this cruise, and we're gonna get away from this stupid place, and we'll yeah. just message Mama Pop Up in the, like a few weeks. Yeah, it'll be fine. We're almost there. I can smell the escape, <laughs> or like maybe that's. Just like it's just more fresh air. It's industrial like, cleanser. Like, just like cruises are actually like, our, like super dirty. And like our like, own smell at this point. I just yeah. cannot wait to get a shower. <laughs> Come on. We're almost there. As the two twins run back past the car park towards the cruise ship. We're actually towards just that jogging. great big golden starship with faux wood finish all around it. Oh, she is. It's huge and curved at the front. I'll bet they have cocktails. Has multiple Mm -hmm. decks with bio bubbles on them where where guests can sit amongst the stars and watch the galaxy go by. You see it glistening up ahead of you. I want that for me. And behind, as the smoke clears, Marcus is nowhere to be seen. Perhaps he's gone back to his ship and the two people who have taken Boris captive. Like, we're safe now, Petunie. Look, like, we're totally <laughs> we safe. We're totally safe. We won. We Fisties. beat that guy. Fisties. Fisties. Can we just get a little bit of Fisties? We did it. We got Fisties. away. Fisties. Yeah, we got Fisties away. Fisties. We got away. Oh, goodbye, we old man. We got away. Not gonna get us today. Petunie, we can't. We can't leave our best friend Boris behind like this. You're right. Boris you is the why? best because thing that's ever happened to us. He's better than smoothies. He's better than like I think wealth I and money him. and fashion and mama pop up. I think I'm in love with him. Like I'm as a friend. I'm in love with Boris. Platonic. Yeah. And I actually think, I actually think that like we should save him because of our love that we share as a trio that like people recognize and know is a trio like we're an established trio of friends Petuni, you and I are like the most badass people that exist in the entire universe we we're are, tough we're smart yeah. and we can get any job done Boris has trusted us with his life and we're gonna go and save that little boy because yeah. we are strong because and, we're a and trio. brilliant and we're gonna do it because we're a trio we're gonna do fisties now and when we fisties. save Boris we're gonna do we're fisties, gonna do fisties with Boris we're gonna fist Boris we're gonna fist Boris let's go get that boy yeah no 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 Boris, 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 how do you know what they're saying? You're on a ship. Well, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I, why? I, I wasn't there, but they definitely did have this sort of conversation where they decided they needed to come back and rescue me. Uh, uh, 
But do you think they said all of that stuff, Boris? I'm sure they said some really lovely things. Why do you think that? By the time they did come to rescue me, they, they were, yeah, they, they had to get their, their cool front back up again. But I think when they were in private, they probably admitted their true feelings. And you believe their true feelings were that? Were that? Well, something like that. I mean, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but... Well, you kind of just did that, Boris. Nah, I think you did that. I think that's kind of like puppets, ain't it? Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. Boris, I... Trevor. I mean, I... Trevor! I, 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 Trevor! Oh, Cleo! T- tell him that's what puppets is. <laughs> that's... That's what yes, puppets you're, you're is. Puppet- that, that's that's not puppets. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullying. This is just Taylor bullying Dick at this point. Yes, yes Cleo. That, that is what puppets are. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted that. <laughs> that you. is what puppets Thank are. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. And look, DM your DM. I'm sure, I'm sure they cared about you in their own way. And if they came to save you, then, you know, if you say they came to save you, then they came to save you. But Boris, (laughs) they weren't your best friends. Not like we are. (gasps) I really want to, like, rip off that line. They may not have been your father, but they was your daddy. Or wait. So anyway, I have just been captured, and we pan across the car park, back to the big white ship, up the ramp and inside where Boris is now restrained on a chair. Ew. There's two humans in white, a man and a woman, standing there, pacing back and forth as Marcus comes back into the ship. Your friends really are a handful, aren't they, Boris? Well, no matter. I've got what I need, and that's you. What do you mean, Marcus? Well, I'm afraid I haven't been altogether truthful with you, Boris. What? What? You see, I haven't been truthful with your father either. He believes I was unable to infiltrate the BioLife organization. That's only half true. See, I figured the easiest way to infiltrate BioLife would be to establish myself as a double agent. But if I'm going to establish myself as a double agent within BioLife, why? Why not be a triple agent? (laughs) Now, what BJ doesn't know is that I've been working from them all along. Oh, my God. And now I can finally safely leave Nutera, go to one of their private organizations, get a nice admin desk job, and I can give them you. And your (sighs) new invention can go to BioLife instead of your father. Oh, my God. Oh, glob. Dick, you you punked us. <laughs> yeah, how are we going to... Oh. What, what, what do you mean? But Marcus, you, you, you can't... I thought you were trying to get the twins and now you're taking... Oh, no. Dang. All right, Marcus. Well, if this fellow's invention is as good as you say, then I, I'm certain that Tamsin will have a position for you within the company. A real one this time. I mean, we all knew that you were playing both sides, but as long as you've picked the side you want, and it's clear now that you've betrayed BJ that, uh, well, there's no going back to him, is there? He will kill you so readily, you silly man. So you better hope that you've got something good for us because, well, that's the only thing that's keeping you safe now. But trust me, it'll be worth, worth time. I, I think we should probably be getting out of here quite quickly, actually. Boris, now, you be a good boy. Well, 
You don't have to be. Biolife, they're not your father. I'm afraid if you do not make the invention for them, they will torture you until you do. So I suggest you just do it. Oh my lord, Marcus is not the nice person I thought Marcus was going to be. I might have believed uh, the trick too hard. Yeah. And now I'm feeling burnt because Marcus is mean. Yeah, real mean. And... Secondary villain. Boris is in trouble, and I didn't think that could happen, and now we're in danger. Yeah. (sighs) And so, if I may, take a uh, dramatic license once again. Oh, my God. And pan the camera. Actually, no, let's not pan the camera. This is in the middle of the conversation. We quick cut. (laughs) We jump cut outside the ship, hiding behind a speeder in the car park, peril and platoon. Heroic for perhaps the first time in their lives. Toonie, why are we doing this? We don't even like this guy this much. Like, you know how we're really exceptional in every way? Like, Mama yeah. always says. Yeah, Papa. Papa says too. Like, every, yeah. actually, everyone, everyone says it. Everyone says it. And we know it. So, like, even if they didn't say it, we don't need to hear it because we are, like, really well balanced. Toonie, can you just be honest with me? Are you just doing this to get your clothes back? Kind of. Okay, well then, that's a worthy cause. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, besties. Besties. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to get our clothes back and we're going to leave the ship and we're going to go back on that cruise, right? Yeah, unless we can, like, steal that one. And then yeah. go get a cruise from, like, somewhere from somewhere better. I still don't know how to drive, though, Petuni. Like, it's fine. Like, we'll just tell it to drive. Okay. Right? Are you ready? Yeah. It's like, think of the clothes. I'm thinking of the clothes. And like, also that Boris didn't sell us out, but like, that he is with our clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it is about Boris, but like, not even a comma. And he's with our clothes. Very funny to me. I'm going to reach over to the speeder we're sitting in front of, because you said we're sitting in front of a speeder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it on and point it up the ramp of the ship. This trick again. <laughs> Put something on the accelerator. Uh-huh. It's you know what, once. Dick? Yes, it is that trick again, it's because the same it trick, freaking Dickie. works. Because it works. going to evil Knievel that shit. <laughs> oh, actually, before I do that, can do I do a little um, do the perception? Is there another way of getting on the ship? Well, g- give me the roll first. I like where you're going with this, though. Oh, I rolled a three. <laughs> a three. three. Nice. Well, Piron and Pachoon may not be masked criminals, but they have hot-wired some ships for dangerous, not-got-their-license joyrides in the past. Mm-hmm. And Peril has a bit of an idea. There's some panels around the back of the ship that, I mean, they open up. There might be a way to sneak in through there. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 As a player, I realize I've rolled a three, and so this is probably not true, but like, <laughs> I know I need to role play this. Okay. <laughs> oh, forcing you to be in a position where you're like, you know, this isn't true, but if you act as though you know this isn't true, you're metagaming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so um, yeah. Petuni, I'm going to send this uh, speeder in there, and we're going to go in like the back door. There's always a back door, Petuni. <laughs> yes, there is always a back door. It's always okay. a safe option. Okay. Good luck, little speeder. <laughs> and then, bang. Did you get it? Did you get oh, it? I, I, did I, I get I, the I, fluid I, joke? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. We can continue. I know it's all the tense right now, but uh, let's just give you a breather and a word from one of our sponsors. 
isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So Peril aims the speeder approximately at the ramp picks up a piece of piece of trash maybe a br- loose brick from the car park there's mm-hmm. always some bricks lying around in these sort of places yeah places against the acceleration and fires up the speeder and the speeder shoots <gasps> launching into its top speed yes. rather quickly straight up the ramp into the ship as and the two of you are running straight for the back of the ship as well right yeah 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 inside the ship Boris is struggling as he is now his hands cuffed behind his back around the chair the two BioLife employees moving to the, the cockpit of the ship, getting ready to set things off. Marcus pacing nervously back and forth across the deck. He stops for a moment. I am very sorry about this, Boris. It's, it is, I think, personal. I did always quite like you, but uh, I think it's more important to me to betray your father than it is to keep you safe. And that's, that's just something I'm going to have to live with. So, uh, you know, we're both of us are in a way, are getting hurt by this. Suddenly, he stops mid-sentence as he hears a noise. (laughs) (laughs) Turning around. Gasping. It's evil Knievel! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As a speeder just starts scraping its way in the door. It's slightly too wide for the door, but it's going fast as there's sparks and chaos, the ramp getting all mangled. Marcus is hit in the chest by the speeder. Sent flying, smacks hard into the wall opposite and slumps on the ground, unconscious or dead. Boris can't even tell. Ha ha, Okay, it's now or never. They've they've clearly come for me, so I've got to get myself out of these cuffs. Meanwhile, outside, the twins. It's like right around here or something. Like, I'm sure of it. Like, there's an entrance. Petuni, would you please help me open this ship? So there's a removable panel around the rear of the ship that, uh, Peril has identified. I, like, tap it, and I, like, open. Open. Yeah. <laughs> ting, ting. Oh, open. Open. Doesn't, op- doesn't open nearly as easily as that, though. Open, please. <laughs> open. <laughs> Batuni, can you, like, hit it with your, um, your chemicals again? The, 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 the acid? Yeah, I guess so. Hold on. I'm just rummaging through my bag. <laughs> like it's gonna take a while. You see somebody like when they're like really they're so in the bag that the elbows like, are up. Yeah, cartoon wise, your bum would be sticking out and the legs are yeah, failing. I'm yeah. inside the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the bag. Uh and stuff is coming out. There's a lot. <laughs> Makeup, mirrors, dangerous noxious chemicals. Yeah. But like safety not- gloves, safety gloves in an alternate colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know which is which because I open a lip gloss. Okay. The color is maintained. Yeah. We're talking like a metallic, dusty rose. Ooh. Uh, and I just <laughs> pump it a few times. You know, you got to like really get the juice on there. Yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. you pump call it. it. Yeah, juice. It. Lip pump juice. It. I think you call it, I call, you call it the gloss, don't you? The, ju- wow. the, the goop. Whatever. Yeah. Juice the glass. Thing is. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that. Oh. 
so don't ever borrow one from me. And I take it, and I, like, <laughs> take the applicator out, safe. and I'm just lip-glossing the perimeter of this mm-hmm. entrance, and it is gonna burn through. There it goes. Noise. I know what's happening. As a nasty <laughs> smoke emanates from the edges of the panel, you hear the creaking noise. Realize at the last second that this thing is going to fall down off the ship on top of the two of you as you back out of the way as the panel goes crunk onto the ground. Ah. Heavy metal panel landing on the ground with a loud crash. Whoops. Followed by <laughs> crates. Crates are just falling out of this ship. Oh. One after the other. Oh. Loot boxes. <laughs> Maybe our clothes. And then I go to put the lip gloss on, but I stop right before I touch myself, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Almost forgot. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Okay, so we can climb in this way, but here is the challenge. Don't touch the edges at all. (laughs) (laughs) If you can. Uh, Can I look at the boxes that have fallen out? Yeah, so they're they're square cube crates that are all about waist height. They're all like a white and silver and they're all stamped. I've rolled an 11. Wow. With a BioLife B logo on the top. Which is code for like, you're not strong enough to peel the tape off. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I can peek in though, right? The the tape stays on, but the eye can look. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. The tape stays on, but the eye can look. Please. <laughs> and well, you do spot that there is an apparatus that looks that you can sort of twist it around and Ooh. unlock the crate and open them up. Okay, I'm going to give it a go. And these are picking clothes? a crate at random. Yeah. Oh my. The case opens up, and it's backlit and lovely. Ooh. And inside, raising up two chrome poles either side and then rising oh no i know what this is this is the 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 sleeve engine the two chrome poles did i catch you or is that not what not what it is Look at, uh, i wish you guys could see everybody's face right now because dan <laughs> looks like some the kind of rat that, that has discovered a hamburger on the street <laughs> That's a less attractive one than, than mine. I don't nice, know yeah. why I went so to the... the a rat with a hamburger. You're, I, you're, you're very mean today, Tay. You've been trying to peer pressure yeah. and bully me. Yeah, yeah. Calling Dan a, a hamburger it. street rat. Listen, but like, can you imagine how excited a rat would be if it had a whole hamburger? Hey, I just thought I was recognizing a part of the story. It didn't really, really need to be fucking Let me break it down. For it. Dan is like a panda with an entire packet of crisps there well, it's not funny when it's friendly so okay moving on it's kind of the whole show's deal <laughs> <laughs> dan is excited and dick is feeling nervous and i can smell it from here the poles rise up to approximately head height mm-hmm. and on yeah. the end of each one of them is a strange device a tube that looks like it's wrapped with energy that has almost like a funnel-like attachment at one end oh and a console in the middle. It's not our clothes, Petuni. I'm going to kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too heavy to kick over, but you All can right, kick well, it. All right, well, I tried. <laughs> you give me a strength roll if you like. I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to have to. Well, that's just like not rolling. is. I feel like that is a very Petune choice as well. Like She's obviously not actually trying. Yeah. Yeah, well, what you know you? what? I know that I can't do it and I'm just mad. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yes, it is the sleeve engine. Oh, I thought so. A newer, a newer version of yeah. the sleeve engine than Cleo ever saw. Yeah, that's crazy. 
That is oh my wild. God. Oh my God. That means. Oh. It's here. Oh. It's here with us right now. Petuni. Petuni, look, I know chemistry is like our thing, but like. Yeah. Look, weapons. Okay, you take one. Okay. Okay. It's just we like need... we never really had to do this. We're going to save our clothes. Okay. You're I'm right. your big brother, so I will go last and keep you safe from behind. <laughs> oh my God. It's, I like really appreciate you. Yeah, it's but, totally fine. Like, actually, yeah. I feel like I would rather be in the back. Okay. Well. And, like, you. Okay. Keep me safe, Petuni. We're going to save our things. And, like, maybe Boris. Maybe. Like, if he's there. So the twins climb up on the boxes they haven't opened, carrying their strange tube-like weapons and trying very hard not to singe their clothes on the... <laughs> still the, sizzling. The sizzling chemical lip gloss yeah. still painted on the edges. Mm-hmm. Clamber inside the ship, and it is some sort of storage bay at the back of the ship that you found your way into. There are more of these crates around, although not that many, mm-hmm. and a door at the far end. Batuni. Peril. Batuni, I'm going to keep guard of this door. Okay. You check the crates. Okay, I'm on it. I'm like, I'm almost, I'm looking. It's just, I feel like so far I haven't found any clothes. It's a lot <laughs> of like, just stuff. Like boring science stuff? That's Yeah, like not like our kind. Not like our kind. Of, like others. Like, like, like physics. Like physics. So lame. <laughs> <laughs> so as Pachoon searches around, opening up some more of these boxes, they have similar devices inside. It almost seems as though this ship is just laden with particular experimental technology that's being shipped from one place to another. And they okay. just happen to be picking up Marcus on the way. Okay. But uh, nothing usable, certainly nothing that seems like your possessions. And eventually, mm-hmm. Pachoon finds your way around. There is a cupboard. Oh. A person height cupboard yeah. on one of the walls. That's shady. A person height cupboard, you say? Um, can I listen against it? You can. Uh, maybe give me, give me a little perception roll just for, oh. just for shits and giggles. Come on, day, you can do this. Nope. Wow. Um, thank you. Yep, it's a six. So as Petune puts her ear to the cupboard, inside she can hear some strange humming noise. Oh. It's low but and rhythmic, this humming noise that comes in, in pulses, breath-like pulses. Dan's <laughs> got it already. <laughs> The rhythmic hum the coming from the cupboard. Petune can't quite make out what it is as she reaches for the handle. And as she's about to open the door, there's a loud crash from the room adjacent to this one. <laughs> Guys, I'm coming. Boris? Boris? Peril? Boris, we're we're in the we're in the, we're we're here. What, what, how did you get back there? Yeah, like, Petunie's, like, really good at chemistry and stuff and burned a hole. Well, I'm, I'm up here. I, I'm, I'm a little bit tied up at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll come get you. But, like, try and help yourself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm almost free, but 
Harvey, because Marcus is here and I think he's going to wake up. Yeah, just the second part. Help yourself. All right. (laughs) Self help. (laughs) We're looking for our clothes. Oh, well, the the, the thing about that, guys, is I think Marcus was lying to us. (gasps) Marcus is up there, you say? Yeah, Marcus is uh, in here on the ground next to me, actually. Petunia, let's go get that bloody bastard. Carol. He was actually, he was betraying us, and he was also betraying my my daddy, and I'm pretty sure he never even went and got your clothes at all, because he just wanted to betray us. Oh my who god. something like this? Yeah, who could have guessed something like that? It was only about a 35% chance at best that he would do something like this. Okay. Okay, Boris. Okay, we, 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 we're walking. Petunia, why do we do this? <laughs> why did it? <laughs> so you, you're coming through to, like, confront Marcus for not getting your clothes? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. So as the twins press the button on the wall, the door <laughs> opens up. They're greeted by a scene of chaos, actually. There is a speeder half jammed in the door, still just revving. Oh, shit. The sparks flying in the doorway of the ship. Dang. Marcus slumped against the wall, unconscious, but his lips moving and his eyes flickering. Gross. And Boris on the floor, sideways on the ground, still sat in a chair that he is tied to. Yeah. But he's managed to get himself flipped around upside down so that he's now back to back with the chair, his arms bent in a very uncomfortable way and his legs wrapped around the bottom of the chair so he looks like he's trying to manipulate it and get it out from his cuffs that he's tied to, although he's not doing a good job of it. Where are the other two scientists? They are not in the room. That's probably not great. Yeah. That's not the response I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding the device in my hand, uh, what I using it as a club, uh, I'm going to walk over and try and free uh, Boris. Right, so as you as you approach, Boris looking up from the guy. Thanks, guys. I knew you would come. Yeah, like so. You're yeah. totally sure that like we don't have any clothes here. Well, Marcus didn't have a, a suitcase or anything, so. Like, did you chat? Well, no. I was I was in cuffs, guys. I haven't had much of an explorer here yet. You didn't even look. Like while all this time that you've been here. Cut the the restraints. Uh, Boris sort of gets to his feet, stretching out his arms and rubbing his wrists a little bit. I just thought that, like, if you were going to be in here this whole time, you could have checked. Uh, there were some other people in here, and... Did they bring the clothes? Well, maybe, but also, they must have heard the speeder crashing. But they haven't come back here. They're, they're at that way. And he sort of inclines with his head towards the uh, the bridge of the ship. Okay. Well... Not a brave person, so more inclined to leave straight away than stick around. Do you think we should just get out of here and just... I'll tell you what, if I can get you guys on the cruise ship, then I can just tell my daddy what Marcus did, and I'm sure everything will be okay. Yeah, okay, well, like, we kind of, uh, like, yeah, we came back for you, but we also, like, we're hoping for clothes, but if our clothes aren't here, then... Yeah, we're going to get on that cruise ship, Petunie. We're going to get on that cruise ship and we're going to get some cocktails. Let's go then. You came through for me. Now it's time for Boris to come through for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how did you get in here? Um, we made like a, like a door. Yeah. Petunie made like a real good door. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's, let's just do this then. As Boris 
walks back into the storage bay where the two of you were looking about interestingly at some of the inventions, some of the uh, the devices that Petune had opened up. Yeah, it's just like if you use the door, like, just like don't. <laughs> I see. They just... Yeah. It's, it is smoking a little bit. That yeah, like don't touch that part. Yeah, do not touch okay. it. Okay. Well, maybe there's something we can use to cover it up. Like, there's, there's not. These are, there's these really are scientists. Not. They probably have like aprons and things. What's, let's have it here. Boris wanders over to the cupboard and pulls yeah. the door open. I don't know. And Boris gets the fright of his life to this point living the sheltered life he has on Nutera. Never before has he seen a beast so fierce. Never before has he even seen oh my God. any sort of domesticated pet because BJ wouldn't allow them in the house. What? So when the hissing, yowling creature leaps from the darkness, <gasps> clawing at Boris's face, he collapses on the ground with a whimper. <laughs> it's gonna get me! It's gonna get me! As a cat lunges from the cupboard, barely scratching Boris before scampering into the corner and standing there with its back arched, its tail fluffed up and hissing at Boris. It's <laughs> getting away from me! Ew. What is it? Calm down. Yeah. Wow. Boris, stand up. No, I think perhaps... Boris, you should stay where you are. Wait, the two of no, you. What the hell? Where did you go? Is Marcus standing up? As Marcus is standing oh, in the fuck. doorway, holding his pistol. I wanted to step on him while he was passed out. I hold the the, the club up. Stay back. I'm like pretty good at this. <laughs> no, you don't want to be doing anything silly. I'm the one holding a bastard. Now you. He motions to Petune. Get over there with him. Watch you both where I can see you. You can't tell me what to do, you freak, you pervert. What was that? What was that? Boris isn't even into you, okay? Yeah, if you want to steal a boy to be your, like, friend or something, like, you should just ask because... Uh, yeah. This is weird. Harold, shut up. Okay. No, I, I don't have time for this. <laughs> My life is very much on the line, so I think the three of you are all going to have to come with me. Dead or alive. So you can what? So you can tie us up? Gross. Ew. I only need Boris alive, my dear, as he turns and points the gun straight at Petune. When I see that happen, uh, I may be a coward, but no one's pointing the gun at my bestie, sisty. I'm going to fucking club him with the, uh, club him oh with the God, club. Oh my God, yes, sir. Good. All right, I'm going to do a dexterity sir. roll because Marcus is going to try something. I'm clubbing him. Club him. Don't you dare put that thing at my sister. <laughs> only I can club my oh, sister. I've only rolled a 10. Marcus, quickly seeing seeing Peril coming at him with the strange tube-like weapon, turns, <laughs> aiming the pistol away from Petune for a moment and trying to use it to block the attack. But he ends up caught up in a, a wrestle with Peril as the two of them collapse on the ground in a tumble. The blast is sent skittering, but Peril has managed to keep hold of his strange tube-like weapon. It's at this oh. exact same moment the cat chooses to lunge at Boris. <laughs> as Boris is left scrambling around trying to get away from the thing, he kicks out and the cat sent flying across the room, this time landing on Petune, clawing its claws into her garments. This is not how this was supposed to go. 
<laughs> Get off of me! What is that? Get away from my sister! <laughs> just stay me. away! It's on me! I'm just... <laughs> Take that! Take that! <laughs> and as Pachoon attempts to scrape the cat off her front using the, the strange tube-like device in her hand, as Peril is wrestling with Marcus, Marcus now holding Peril at bay with one hand and reaching his other arm for the blaster against the wall. Marcus is much stronger and quicker, much more used to fighting. But at this point, Peril does have a weapon. You made me do this, you weird old man. Smack him in the head with the club. And as concurrently, these two tube-like devices with funnels at the end use as makeshift clubs. There is a flash of light. The cat drops itself off of Pachoon's front, looking around the room with very, very wide eyes. It stopped hissing. It now looks scared as hell. Its tail sort of tucking almost between its legs, like waving back and forth, its ears going back as it nervously looks around the room and then flees out the hole, leaping down into the car park below and vanishing off into the city. Meanwhile, Marcus completely stops going going for the gun and instead just starts moaning and flailing on the ground. <laughs> Petunia, um, are you okay? Like, not really. First Boris, of all. Boris, we're getting on that bleeding cruiser right away. Okay, okay. What, what okay hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, like, what is that? What is he doing? Well, you, you maybe, yeah, there was a bit of an explosion. You hit him in the head. Maybe he's just a bit stunned. I, yeah, I'm kind of a bit of a badass right now. I kind of hit him pretty hard, Petunia. Carol, look at him. Yeah, I hit him real hard and it made a flash of light go off. Can we get out of here, please? As the three of you sort of watch, Marcus scrambles on all fours behind one of the crates. <laughs> weird. Oh my god. <laughs> Super weird. Oh my god. Um, I don't really want to see that. Can we just go? It's freaking me out. Yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. to say, let's fucking get on the cruise. I've done enough of this stuff where you borrow. This is just like, it's just really, it's just really weird. Okay, okay, I'm just going to jump. That thing's not down there, is it? It's, it? it's really scary and don't like animals that much, I don't think. Okay. I'll never make friends with a furry thing. <laughs> Trust me on that. Yeah, I would never do that. I don't think it would be very cute. Boris, that seems like a weird thing to add to the story. I think you could have left that part out. <laughs> what I was trying to say is, look how far I've come, how wrong I was before I met this What does that even mean? Friends. You never make friends with... Because there was a scary cat, and I made me very afraid of furry things for a while, but I don't feel that way about most other furry things anymore. We don't even know anybody like that. We don't know any yags. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we made it out of the car park. We never really saw what happened to the people in white, but that sip was flying away out of sight by the time we left the car park, so I guess they just decided to cut their losses and leave. And we finally made it to the cruise. And so, having escaped from Marcus, having supposedly uh, completely gone under the radar from BJ's eyes, Boris finally takes the twins 
where they purchase tickets, get on board a cruise set across the galaxy all the way through Terran space towards Dias, farthest reaches of the known territories. The ship looks luxe. It looks wonderful. There's faux wood and gold exterior. There's these decks. There's a pool that you can see even from when you're getting on if you just wanted to dive straight into one. I want to go. I do actually want to go on it. I guess this is it, guys. Um, We probably won't see each other for a long time now, so I just, I really want to thank you for saving my life. It means so much to me that we are now such good friends. And I'm going to be very sad to see you gone. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be gone for a while and like, um... Yeah. Boris, like, look, this has been a lot and I've yeah. unfollowed you on my main socials, but I'm still following you on like my side ones, okay? So, but just don't message me too much. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you better get going. The, 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 the cruise is leaving and... Well, half a minute, so, um, f- f- 50 for the road. Maybe. Just, like, right now, uh, but, like, not again. 50s. Yeah, quick one. Yeah. I like, guys. Yeah. Okay. Thank you again. 50s. Okay. All right. Okay, you guys get out of here. Don't let anyone know where you are, because my daddy, he's got a long arm even outside of New Terra, so just, just have fun on the cruise and don't use your real names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. All right, great. Well, I guess I better get back and try and explain all this. Uh, yeah. Have fun. Petuni, who are you going to reinvent yourself as? Um, I don't know, but like really quick, let's do a story. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> just been out exploring the wilds of um, New Terror. Look, look out, wow. Daddy Boots. Oh my yeah, God. That's... Saw a... Uh, like weird guy. <laughs> Agriculture hashtag farming. Blast! Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna replace the background though and put like a farm beach. Yeah, me too. A yeah, farm like a farming beach. beach. Yeah, like that's farm so good. sheep. I t- I tagged you. I that's tagged that, you. That's let's so check good. in. Wait, let's don't. But let's. <laughs> that's so good though. I love you. I love you. Besties. <laughs> Real ones. <laughs> Better ones. <laughs> We cut to the following day as Boris walks into BJ's office. Having had a, a bit of a shower and a clean up, hmm. having sort of, you know, thought through the lies he's going to tell hmm. about Marcus being behind it all. And he walks into the office and he sees a screen open. And on that screen is an external camera on some sort of ship is watching a golden and faux wood giant star cruiser the cruise ship floating through space and boris looks about in confusion uh, daddy are you are you, are you here stepping out of a shadowy corner rubbing moisturizer on his hands Ooh. bj comes out of the darkness not looking at the screen just looking at boris boris you do know that I do care for you very much. And I, I do many of the things I do for your own safety. Now, you've fallen in with a very bad crowd. It's not your fault. Now, this, is, this has happened before, if you remember. When you were in primary school, when you made friends with that common boy, Thomas. Well, just like I 
dealt with that little problem back then. We're going to deal with this little problem right now, Boris. Oh my God, uh, Daddy! What do you mean, Thomas and his family moved away? But you said that they, the whole family, moved away and they're living on Midspace now, Boris. You didn't really believe that, did you? <laughs> no, Tommy. Tommy and his parents are. Uh, they didn't go anywhere at all. No. No, I had somebody take them away. Holy shit! And uh, unfortunately for your your new friends, they've proven themselves to be a true bad influence. They've had you doing all kinds of things. I I do enjoy the fact that uh, that you did deal with that treacherous little spy, Marcus. That was all very fun. But uh, it's time to say goodbye to your friends because obviously you need a bit of time out. You need to get your priorities straight. So. You can come back and finish your secret project for me a little bit later on. But in the meantime, is this a little something to think about? And as Borothelian Hesselphilliams Jr. rolls up one sleeve, a projection emanating directly out of the skin of his right arm. Oh, shit. He taps a single button and walks out of the room as Boris looks in confusion as the screen showing the cruise ship increases in size, getting bigger and wider, taking up the entire wall until Boris can't escape the vision he's looking at. BJ's footsteps tip-tapping out the door as he walks off down the corridor, and Boris stands there stunned, looking at the giant projected image of the cruise ship. At least 500 people on board, not including the staff, the twins among them, explodes into innumerable pieces. Everybody on board snuffed out in an instant. And Boris almost collapsing to his knees, catching himself at the last minute. Oh my God. Sniffing, wiping back tears that fill his eyes, his fists clenching, anger flickering across his face for one moment before he storms out the door of Hasselfilliams Industries for the last time. Three years later. Boris has found a job, he's found a cheap, dodgy, dirty little flat. He's working in the spaceport. He doesn't dare get too close to anyone, so the spaceport is the perfect place to make quick, disposable friends. He meets people, he can have a fun time with them, delivering them in their bags to where they're going, and sever ties immediately, never putting anyone in danger again from his father. And as he's sitting around in his small luggage cart, idly waiting for the next traveller important enough or rich enough to get a ride from him. He idly looks up at a projection of a local news channel on one wall, and his face goes very dark. It was this day, three years ago, where the cruise ship Star Whale experienced a massive catastrophe on its maiden voyage out to the Dias Rim. It was hit by an asteroid, and it took the lives of over 700 people. 
But we, the people of New Terra, now celebrate this day as it was the last time any type of incident like this occurred to these major vessels. And we have one person to thank for that. One pioneer in the field of shielding technologies. And we have them here via Comcast with us in the network. I bring you the savior of intergalactic space travel, Borisellian Hassel-Williams Jr. Borisellian. Welcome to the studio. We're all in your debt. You have made traveling through space not only safe, but also a pleasure. Please, please, please. Uh, no thanks are necessary. I, I did only what anyone else with my good fortune and resources would do after such a tragic catastrophe. I knew that the people of New Terra would not be satisfied until we ensured that something is awful as that asteroid strike would happen again. And so we at Hassel Williams Industries created the anti-asteroid shielding technology that all of New Terra's spacefaring vessels enjoy to this day. And I would like to take this moment to say that all the profits made from these fields for the remainder of the year will be donated to the families of those who lost loved ones during that unfortunate and inexplicable accident. Borathelion, it is people like you, leaders in the fields that we hold dear as Terrans, that really give me hope for the future of not just our race and not only our planets, but the Empire. I thank you and all that you have done. We all must do our part for the Empire. And as Boris turns in disgust, away from the news, away from his father's voice. He hears a pair of new voices rounding the corner, having just made their way through customs, looking and sounding very exhausted. That was a frog wash. All I want to do is get to the bar. I want to eat some fries. I need a drink. I need to sit down. I I just want to be surrounded by my people. Yes, I'm going to get a few tin tops, and you know what? If we and have eat. any difficulty, what? You're gonna eat. That's I'm what you want, eat. right? I'm gonna eat some sauce. I'm gonna I'm eat gonna some, eat some sauce. sauce. But if we find any difficulty with these custom folks, these bureaucrats, yeah. oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. Kiss my go to hell? Oh, yes, exactly. Or theirs. Kiss their, kiss their go to hell. Yes. I'm gonna kiss your. I'm gonna kiss. I'm gonna kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> when we find Harry, we are going I'm to... I'm going to kiss him. Yes. I might kiss him as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of my story. And the beginning of a new one. Oh. Fisties. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do the fisties, but... Yeah, oh, fist- damn, Boris, that was cheap poetic... Yes, but uh, all right. Okay, come, come here, Boris. I, I, I can't believe you let us think that the twins had escaped. Like, why are you telling a story like that anyway? You could have got it to the end so much quicker. <sighs> I'm glad you've. I'm glad you're here with us now, Boris. You bloody deserve it. Let's make this quick, okay? I don't want to touch all of you at once. Fist, fisties. Fisties. <laughs> Whoa!
And that is the end of the Borigen. Oh my jeez! The end of the Borigen. Wow. Can't even get the words out straight. Wow. I wow, just wow. feel bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, look, it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't want peril or Petune to die or anyone else. But um. No. But uh. Oh, dang it. I did not see that coming. No. No. Look, I had. I thought I had we some... were going to get away. I had some feelings when you came in rocking that turtleneck all the way to your neck that uh, maybe something bad was going to happen. But once we were on that ship, I kind of thought that... And, yeah. and also once once Marcus was uh, transformed into a cat, I was kind of like... Which is another huge thing. We don't want to gloss over that too quick. But I thought maybe we were going to make it away and we'd come back to these two characters later. But no, you've you've destroyed them for everyone, forever. <laughs> yep. Yep. My God. The turtleneck Dang. claims oh, yes. another. The turtleneck claims another. The turtleneck. Dang. Strikes again. <laughs> is, is it a bit like cruel and unusual to sort of kill them off screen, light years away in the middle of space? Oh, look, no, you did them. You did them easy, right? Like they didn't see it coming, I guess. <laughs> just they just, sure but, didn't. But dang, they I didn't sure see didn't. it coming. Yeah, but uh, no, that also was, the that was dirty. Fucking the Marcus. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Good we work, did Dick that. Magic. We did that. We did it. We did it. We did that. We did we managed that. to influence some things in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Peril and Petune have left their mark on Boris, literally. Yep, yep. I and, saw where uh, you were going with that one. Yep. <laughs> and on just the, the shape of the, the galaxy and uh, Midspace in particular with Marcus as a cat still yeah. running a gang. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Well, that was uh, fucking awesome. I love the Borigen. I love Origins. It was all fucking brilliant. But was there anything that you didn't get to do or did you get to hit all the beats that you wanted to hit? Peel back that DM screen and tell us. Peel it. So I feel like this it's the opposite. I feel like I got to do some things that I didn't realize I wanted to do. Because wow. once we got to the point of the Marcus double cross, I had absolutely no idea how you guys would have Peron Petune react. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sort of, well, I'm, I'm hoping for yeah. the sake of Boris and for my story that they will have some ounce of heroism in them. But uh, the, the way it panned out, like gave us a sort of opportunity to do those unreliable narrator gags and stuff, which just tickled me to no end when we mm. realized we could do that. Yeah, those bits were fucking great. I really enjoyed those. That was those. funny. Oh, I love the bit where you made out uh, Boris to think that we were <laughs> like really gushing over him while we weren't around. <laughs> That was really good. It was, it was just when, once I realized like, I'm telling the story about these two characters completely out of Boris's eyeline now. Like, so he doesn't actually know what happened. Like, but he makes a good, yeah. spins a good yarn. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. I loved it. All right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a good time. I'm a brilliant time. Not brilliant. a lot of BJ in this episode, but oh, good. you've set him up when to be he a did show up, he showed menace. up. We got yeah. more than we ever wanted. Yeah. I don't think we want more BJ. <laughs> no. That's no enough more. BJ for now. That's enough. Leave it. Well, Paul, I mean, I feel and more so and more like to... happy about Boris having like a healthy relationship with the Backwater Bastards. Yeah. It's just so yeah. sad when you think about like when we met Boris in the airport and it's just kind of like the universe of one situation yeah. where like we were just doing our thing yeah. and we kind of pulled Boris into our orbit, but we had no idea that that day was that day for him. I know, right? And you don't know like anybody's origin you just don't know you just don't know ask your npcs if they're okay right and it's just so dark <laughs> it's like this whole thing happens to boris and he just removes himself from his whole life and then he goes and just like imprisons himself in this airport job and he just spends the rest of his days making sure that everybody gets where they need to go he's a good boy god puts them, 
safely onto the ships leaving Nutera. Yeah. That's his trauma, Boris. Love you, Boris. Love you so much. God, that's dark. Mm. He stays trapped in his own moment of pain. Delivering feeling people. Feeling the guilt every time he sees a happy family with a suitcase. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you... Have uh, if you have more space in your air holes for more of us bastards, and you also have a bunch of credits burning a hole in your pants. Oh then yeah! You may spend those credits on us. So there you go, pants problem fixed, and we shall give you sidearm and Ralloran fifth edition D and D content to fill your air holes with. Great deal, right? Besties. The Brilliant. sidearm give you a, a lighter side of the backward bastards, which you might need after might need it. getting getting a bit of sad. Yeah. They're funny. <laughs> yeah, so the, we got a sidearm as our, our rambles before and after our uh, episodes. And then we also have Ralloran, which is our D&D 5th edition campaign where we cut our teeth on podcasting. And that's all there on the Patreon, with, along with a bunch of other things and a special Discord channel for you to come and join us or and interact Details with. Details in the show notes. Yeah, in the show notes. So guys, I think that's that's a, that's a wrap. We, uh, God. We're done Borogen, and um, it means next time we come back for a... Uh, Backward bastard story. We're going to be back into the main timeline, faced with BJ all over again in the future. Yes. Oh my! I cannot God. wait to just be Z again. Peril was great, but I miss Z. Little vacation. Yeah. Lucky to be alive. Well then, uh, <laughs> we'll be back. Same bastard time. Same bastard network. <laughs> Bye. Fisties. Bye. Fisties. Tune in next time for another Edge of Your Seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, Check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram. Tighten that up there. So! Tighten it up over here as well. Morris! Nice and secure. Morris! 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 Uh, Clear! Morris! (laughs) I didn't, didn't see you come in. What, what, is, what is it, Cleo? I was just making sure that all of our safety belts are uh, firmly attached. Yeah, um, that was some story you told in there. I'm, I'm sorry for, I, I, I know I made it a little bit dramatic. It's, this is a very sad story and I I wanted you to yeah, yeah, un- nah. feel how, how sad it was the same way that I did, just so you would understand my past a little bit. And, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, that was a, I understand, and I'm glad we found you. I just, I was just thinking about it, and, um, that thing that, that happened when you were, you were fighting, uh, Marcus, that was real weird, did you, did you see anything? Well, it was, it was very strange, it was a flash of light, something happened with the, the, the devices that the twins were carrying, I, I guess it scrambled his brains a little bit. Yeah, it's just, that's something else. I mean, the way you described it, I just, I don't know, almost, almost sounded like, 
like he was somebody else. Something.